one of the tracks started recording um, uh, Echo, even though it, there was no Echo oh. selected on it, and it, the board was fine. Interesting. Yeah. Not sure what happened there. All right. Welcome, everyone, out to uh, of the Good, the Bad, and the Geek. Yeah, it's that episode of the Oh, Rebecca so it's... That's right, quantifiable by the number of time. I just want to keep doing it so that you have all this stuff to fill in, which you won't. You'll just leave it saying... Oh, God. <laughs> of course not. I, what kind of classic guy do you think I am? Um, actually, I think it's episode 294. Are you sure? I'm not sure. Okay. But if I save that now, it, it saves me if I'm actually 295 or 293. Hmm. What if you're which it's not 293 because I think that's judging me in the case of the Star Trek captains. Ah, which it's, has already been podcast. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. So, yeah. So, what should we talk about tonight? You know what? I think we're going to talk about. Um, you know what? I, I don't know. Let's see where the journey takes us first off. I think we should and then talk about Game of Thrones. I think we should talk about that. We should talk about Orphan Black. Um, we should talk about. Um, Unbreakable Gimme Schmidt. You know what? I want to talk we about talk about House of Lies. House of Lies. Yeah, the final ended, season. The final season. Yeah, yeah. 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 We should talk about that. Um, talk about girls this season. Yeah, we talk about girls. Uh, you know what? We're going to talk about Thirty on Thirty, okay. the documentary series that's on Netflix right now. Gotcha. We should talk about the circus on Showtime. This, I have not heard about the circus. Yeah, let's totally oh, talk, about talk about that. About we're totally going to talk about the circus. Okay. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, we'll get to all these things. I mean, we're talking about a lot of stuff. We're talking about a lot of stuff here. You know what? We're going to hit all of it. We're going to talk about your surgery, aren't we? Yes, we're going to talk okay. about my surgery, which okay. is big news. It's a big yeah, surprise, yeah. though, so yeah, let's yeah. just hold off on okay. it. Um, spoiler alert, it happened. Yeah. Um, and then, you know what? Uh, b- but before we get into any more specifics, yeah. let's give a big shout-out to our sponsors. We have sponsors? We do. Was one of them audibletrial.com slash GBG? Good, bad, geeky. Good, bad, geeky shit. It's been so long, I'm out of practice. Wow. And, just and now like it's it, not 180,000 like it. titles I've heard on recent podcasts. It's 250,000. Yeah. And by the way, just like your book, d4k.com, which does not <laughs> exist. <laughs> well, you but, know. But it's so funny. It uh, is you kind know, of funny. I just like to leap out there like that stunt guy, Devil Knievel. It's my grandpa always called Evil Knievel. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, jeez. My mom has the 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 word disease as well, and I think I inherited some of it. That's so funny. So yes, but you did that on purpose. Good bad geeky. I didn't do that on purpose. Yeah, fourteen day trial. Yes. Over as we heard. You only get fourteen days. You get the wrong trial set up because my trial's thirty days. It might be thirty days now, but okay. I've been told fourteen, so I've not been told anything different. Well, go to that link, and I bet it'll tell you which it is. You know what? <laughs> that link audibletrial.com slash good bad geeky. No, I'm telling the listener, not you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I've, I kind of should know. If yeah, yeah, but that's for next week. Yeah, that's for next week. Yeah. So, yeah. All they need to remember is audibletrial.com slash goodbadgeeky. Have we said it enough? I think so. Okay, good. Uh, our show is not sponsored by the TV King. Dagum. It's not because sadly TV King dot Dagum. is a little defunct. Uh, we miss it, though. Uh, the site's not defunct, is it? Just the review it, section? It's just the review section is defunct. It, it's kind of going in perpetuity. It's okay to, to mention it, though, because we what? like so, Chris you know and we so like the TV King. Please do check out Dagum. TV King. Dagum. Right. Um, also, Pack Rat Comics for all your comic books, graphic novels needs Woo-hoo. in Hilliard, Ohio. And, and second uh, location in Marysville. That is, thank you. And Ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Stay tuned within the next month. There'll be some news there. Ooh, Ooh that's right. So with over two hundred fifty thousand turtles to choose from. No. no. No, just four. Just four. Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo. And Not Raphael. even the fifth. The female turtle. What the fuck is your damage? No, son. 
No, there is no. We do not. I bet Packard Comics has over 100,000 tiles to choose from. They do, actually, and some great games. And the TVKing.com has a lot, lot. thousands yes, of tiles do. to choose from. And you know what? There's one more. There is. Who could that be? Um, hmm. Donald Trump? I think. Is he sponsored? You know, you're doing a great job. I love everything about you. You're doing good stuff here. That's not now my black guy will take over for me. (laughs) (laughs) I got one of them. He's over there. I hate Donald Trump so much. Uh, Oh, I do too. He's uh, such a racist, ridiculous asshole. Um, No, our show is also sponsored by a little show called It's All Been Done Radio Hour. Hey, that's my show. Is it? I don't remember Uh, ever signing a sponsorship uh, agreement. (laughs) Please mention it. I know we're not funding you. (laughs) Oh, God, no, no. Uh, but, you know but, what, but you star in it, so it's a good thing to mention. It's right. And also, I want it's, people should check it out. Thank so you. Uh, it's all been on RadioR.com. Find out news on the website, how to get uh, past episodes, download and subscribe to future episodes, find out how to get uh, to the live show at Mad Lab, which is awesome, Woo-hoo. and check out some of the other Mad Lab shows, directions on how to park to Mad Lab, get to Mad Lab, make love to Mad Lab, download past episodes, make love to those episodes as well. Am I forgetting anything? Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Like us on Facebook. That's right. We have people doing it. There are people. Jimmy has people. I have people because I can't handle it all myself. Isn't it? That's pretty great, though. You I can have now, Instagram you can now, Andrew. I have a Twitter. You, you can now go to people and go, I have people. Mm-hmm. That's pretty Amanda's epic. been contacting directories for us as our marketing director, I think. I don't remember what title. I was like, I don't care what your title is. You pick any title you want. I appreciate it. Looks good on a resume. I appreciate the work that you're doing for us. But yes, we have people working on the show. It's not just me. It's really awesome. I appreciate the voodoo that you do so well. It's awesome. And and Nick serves as a uh, story Story consultant. consultant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. You uh, just fixed an ending of an episode that could have been very disappointing and cleaned it up. Uh, Porn Star Detectives. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I didn't... You're I right. Did, the ending was a dud. I, I just suggested it. it. Yeah, but, but you actually wrote it. There's now. Here's the thing, though. I helped you with some of the beats. I didn't write it directly. That's why write you're the story though. consultant. Well, I know that, but instead you instead of the writer. So, but I okay. I want to be fair here. Yeah. The way it first came out is that Nick saved the ending of that. He did by writing it as though how it came off. You came up with. The I want to be clear. You came up with the correct ending to fix my dud ending. It wasn't necessarily a dud. The same things, same things, kind of happened just in a different way. But the show's a lot better because you can. And that's it fine. On it. And that's fine. Okay. I'm not taking away the genius <laughs> that I offer you. You do very good work, sir. I, I I appreciate that. I just wanted to be clear that Jimmy still wrote the episode. Oh, is yeah. what I was trying to yeah. trying to get at. So this is this is yeah. Your genius, sir, is still on the page. Well, thank you. I just said maybe... My mediocrity is still on the page. <laughs> maybe, maybe, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like it's pages of mediocrity. Yes. Right? Whatever. That's Thankfully, bullshit. we have a wonderful cast that elevate it. Oh, whatever. We do. Whatever. We have an amazing cast. Oh, we don't. Are you fucking kidding me? We have a wonderfully awesome cast. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They're not <laughs> wonderfully <laughs> fucking whatever you said. Awesome. They're, they are awesome. not wonderfully awesome. They are amazing. You know what? Uh, uh, they are incendiary. <laughs> <laughs> they are every they're, positive. They're, they're, they're on uh, fire, Jimmy. <laughs> they're on fire. <laughs> no, I did that they're to someone, and they didn't get that. They yes, didn't get that I reference. And I'm like, dude, you're a movie person. Yep. Now, I know you are, but the person I said that to, they didn't. I'm like, dude, you're a movie person. Yep. Come on. You should know Almost Famous. He's like, yeah, what about it? I was like, you're, incendi- you're incendiary. You know what? You, do, you all do great work. Uh, 
Bye. I know this is a quick opening, and we're probably running over a little bit, but there was a great article about uh, George McFly today. Did you see it? No. About how the House Democrats doing their sit-in are just like George McFly at the end of Back to the Future. What? They are good-hearted, but weak-willed, and have been bullied for all so long by Biff Tannen, a.k.a. the Republicans, and then they get that make-it-or-break-it moment where they pull Lorraine from the car, and... Their hey sin is when you. they punch Biff in the face. Hey, you. Yes. Get your damn hands off of it her. It was a fairly short article, but I appreciated it very much. They That's even mentioned that quote, that this the sit-in was their, hey, you, get your damn hands off of her moment. Christ. They are, though. They I are know, so George it's McFly. So, it's so funny. It's a great metaphor. It's a great metaphor. All right, so. Oh, that was on medium.com. I should at least tell you where I saw it. No, you don't do that. Why? Fuck them. They wrote a great article. That's beside the point, Jimmy. You know what? We don't want them. We want them to continue listening to us and then maybe go look for it later. Yeah. I'm going to cut that out. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. No, not your part. Give my credit part. where credit is due. Yes, yes, yes. Credit where credit is due. I am a genius. I know. If they've made it this far into the podcast, they will come back to the podcast after they read the That article. is true. Pause is an amazing function that's been granted to us as human beings with our audio. Uh, yes. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> Here's this episode of The Good, The Bad, and Geeky, where we talk about <laughs> tons and tons of stuff. And hopefully, the, because we have this long intro, we get to everything we mentioned in the intro. Oh, we'll totally. And then we don't run out of time. Oh, yeah. We, we, you know what? We will. I mean, I, I really definitely want to talk about Orphan Black. I, definitely. Me too. Okay. Definitely. You okay. know what? We're not going to talk about weird stuff. But, we, get, but we need to save it till the end, so I hope we don't run out of time. All right. All right. Here's the theme song and go. that and i'm just saying that that it doesn't matter it's a me thing it's a me thing it's a very weird me thing oh wait that was the sign that i am recording i know okay i just want to let you know there was no surprise there no no i got it all right so this is part of the podcast this is part of the podcast i mean now they're now they're hearing us talk about it's often done radio (laughs) yeah so you should you know what we'll 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 still cover that in the in 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 the part that obviously we we already recorded where we already recorded i know we already mentioned right Um, but i don't want i mean this is the good the bad the geek we don't need to spend an hour talking about it's all been done Oh, that would be fun, though. We can do that down the road. Yeah. But, uh, you don't want to do it now? Spend an hour talking about it? No, not really. Because, <laughs> yeah, we have other stuff. I mean, to I love about. to talk about that show, but I feel like yeah. when we sit down and have that thing, it'll be for It's All Been Done's feed. It's weird. I we will, have that hash. I will through. say, I do want to uh, uh, sit down and talk to some members of GBG that do the live stuff that mm-hmm. will probably do non live stuff in 2017. But then I'm like, uh,. I don't know. It feels weird. So what you're saying is you want to start adding Meet the Cast episodes? 
Not necessarily. Okay. <laughs> no, like actually have him on GBG. Yeah. Because at some point, why not? Uh, I don't fucking care if it says. Uh, oh yeah, fuck. Uh, oh, we can see fuck. I forgot. Uh, we're right, on GBG. GBG. Why not Green and uh, Rocky Boinkle will probably do their own thing way far away from GBG. Um, I mean, it's GBG, but it's not. So um, I just have too much fun. At least Rocky Boinkle, I have way too much fun. And why not Green is my sci-fi release, so. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, but yes, we're in the original studio right now recording. This isn't the original studio. Not the, okay, Jesus. But we have recorded studio, in the studio before. Okay, the original, original studio had one, okay, for those at home, we have three microphone arms, three Luxo microphone mm-hmm. arms with mics on them. The original studio only had one. I think it had this desk, though. Yeah, yeah, the original studio had pretty much all this equipment. Yes. But this is actually studio number three, isn't it? Uh, technically four. Oh, because you moved the bedrooms that time. Well, n- not necessarily. Remember, first off was downstairs in my in my parents' house. Right. And oh. then I moved in with you. And so that upstairs bedroom. Then you used both the bedrooms in the other apartment. Mm-hmm. Did you ever use the living room when you moved in with me? But... Well, it, yeah, it was the living room. Yeah, we never. Living I never room? used upstairs. You're right. We didn't use upstairs when but see, it was your bedroom. When so it, that this is the fifth studio, then not the third. We're so popular that we just keep. We just keep moving on we, up we, we, we to move the east side. To the east side. Actually, this is the north side. <laughs> Got nothing to come back with that on. That's I know. funnier. Nathan's not here, so. <laughs> but that's okay. It's okay if Nathan's here. That's when shit goes really wrong because then you two go off and it's hysterically funny, and we leave you behind. And that, I'm okay with that. But then when I try to, well, here's the thing: you and I are on the same page, but mm-hmm. him and I are just not at all. So if I would have added something to that, you're with me. But then Nathan's just like, you, you murdered it. It's yes. dead. It's done. Or he and I would be going back and forth so hard we didn't even notice that you tried to add anything in. And so I'm listening back to the podcast later. I'm like, oh, Nick was trying to get in there and we did not come up and take it, him with us. It's okay. You know, Nathan has no time for anybody or anything. So it's all right. He actually has been responsible lately because he's doing a musical, the Madison County musical this year, Is as he? always. Mm. Um, and he was giving me shit about like, okay, I'm going to be doing all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, these are the dates I need you because these are the dates we have set. And he's like, well, you diva, blah, blah, blah. I'll do it if I'm available. And I'm like, no, you tell Stephanie because Stephanie's great and she will understand that these are the like two dates that I need you that you've already committed to. And he did. He, I don't know if he like told Stephanie, um, but he came to me and was like, "Okay, where are those dates again? Okay, I'll, I'll be free." And I'm like, "Good," because I she knows what uh, she'll be understanding. I think. See, that's that, I should have used that kind of same approach because I was like, you know, the Tuesday before a show is when we go, mm-hmm. and that's not really changing. The only one I thought was different, and that's a fuck up on me, was the July 5th one. And I, for some reason, I had it written down on a piece of mm-hmm. paper due to July 4th weekend, moving it to the following mm-hmm. Tuesday. So I put it on one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, we may move November, though. we got to think about it because it's election day, and this is going to be a uh, big election. Yeah. I mean, it's also my wedding month, but that's okay, too. Well, no, I know. We're already yes, moving the show. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, we didn't move the show because we hadn't had the show scheduled for that month because we moved venues. That's right. And so from the beginning with this So venue, it all worked them, out yeah. anyway. Um, but no, it was just, I, I asked him for pre-recording stuff for Why Not Green. I'm like, so what day, he, he was like, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday usually work for you, right? And I didn't know he was in the musical. Last I heard, mm. he wasn't going to do it. Yeah. He told me, excuse me, very adamantly that he's like, refusing to do it. And I'm like, oh, 
okay. refusing to do the music? Yeah. He's like, I just don't want to do it this year. I'm trying to help get people to do it. I just don't feel like doing it this oh, year. Oh, he told That's what he told me. And really? now that he's doing it, you know what? He probably changed his mind, cause like, or Nathan was just probably... In a bad mood that day and was like, I'm just not going to do it, even though Which he loves granted, it. it's really to hard to tell when he's in a bad mood. It, All the time? Is he awake? He's in a bad mood. Yeah. If, if he's asleep, he's in a bad mood. If That's he's, true. If he's, if he's eating, bad mood. It, it's, it never ends with him. Except when he's masturbating. Really, though? He's an angry masturbator, oh, I'm no, going to no, assume. Oh, no, no, trust me. He is not. <laughs> How I the just, fuck do you I know just, that? <laughs> I don't know a thing. And now today, Nathan's masturbatory habits. <laughs> I have no idea what his masturbatory habits are. I assume he has some. I have no idea what they are. Oh, jeez. You know what's great is that we can talk about this all we want, and he will never listen. Matter of fact, no. we should call the episode. I'm not going to, because that's bad, and I don't want to do that yeah. to him. Uh, but I'll definitely put that in the tag. So yeah. if you type in Nathan's name, Nathan, don't listen. Yeah, don't listen. Nathan, Actually, you know what? That's what you, you call. Do not listen. That's, that's the name of the episode. Right. Nathan, Nathan whatever, don't listen. Do, Nathan, do not listen to this episode. The end. Or Nathan, don't listen. It, it's better, Nathan, don't listen. There's a part of me that likes the Nathan, do not listen to this episode. It's long. Exactly. But it also specifies... Unlike just, his back, which is not long at all. And it's also it's very small. short, right? Small. So as Dick, no, I'm just <laughs> I just remember when he did the the film Johnny Appleseed, Johnny Appleweed, uh, Johnny Appleweed, yeah, um, which we all appeared in. Right, he though was very proud. He's like, uh, my dick is in the movie, and I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I want to. Me and Jimmy and I are going to go see the movie with with Tammy. Mm. She's one of the actresses and writers and co stars or, or co directors, whatever. And he's like. Oh yeah, about that scene, I had a stunt cock, uh, and I'm like, "What?" He's like, "It's not really mine." I'm like, "What?" The I don't either. <sighs> Does he want to show his cock? That's a good question. You, it's hard to tell with Nathan. It's hard it to tell anything to with tell, Nathan. Isn't it? It's very hard to tell. Are you having a good day? <laughs> Or he'll come in all grumpy and pissed off, and then a couple hours later, he'll be like, "I'm not pissed off at you. I just had a bad day." But he always has. He reminds me of Snoopy in his responses to things. Like Snoo- Snoopy could be happy, but his response to anything is you just can't freaking tell. It's uh, oh, nuts. Yeah, I can't stand it. I just can't stand it. So I got. So yeah, but it's been a long time. Are we in tune? What's the interval? Oh, that's a discordant interval. Yes, it was. I don't know what he said. Uh, it's right. You can hear me because you have the headphones on. I can. Nathan's the one that doesn't wear the headphones. See, I'm not used to this anymore. I forgot how warm and uncomfortable they are. Right. So that's why every once in a while, I just maybe give one ear, give one ear a break. That's a good idea. I used to. And do then that. you then you switch it back off right to the other ear, and you're like, oh, that air hitting the right ear. It feels really good. So we have not. When was the last time we sat down and recorded an episode like this? Like this with the actual microphones. Well, no, are. not in the studio because I know that's been literally years. years. Yeah. But when's the last time we just did a Actually, bullshit I think episode? The, I think the last time, just to clarify, with the microphones like this, I think it was when Godzilla came out. It was Jimmy and Jeremy, Amanda's uh, husband. Oh God, that was like two years. That ago. That was two years ago, right? And beyond that, drunk I drunk at like two in the morning. Yeah, that was not a good idea. Um, I, I would say probably six months ago. Hmm. 
I, it has to be at least six so months. So what have you been up to for the last six months, Nicholas? Well, some stuff happened today, but we won't go into that. Um, understandably so. Sure. Uh, you need to cut that. You can't tease the audience like that. I'm not going to edit that out. Where are we at here? Nine minutes. I'll try to remember that. Just tell them about how you made the decision of the sex change. I, I did. I It was a, a decision. I He's finally going to be a real man. That's right. He's I, actually been a woman this whole time. I, I talked it over with my fiance. Yeah. She's really excited. That you'll finally have a cock? I, I Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, this whole time, we've just been kind of uh, making it up as we Scissoring. go along. Oh, God. Yeah. And so that's the big news. Yeah. And that's going to... You know what? It actually happened five minutes ago. <laughs> what happened five minutes ago? I turned into a guy. That's when it happened before you came over. Oh. That was the big... Well, I mean, you've been taking the hormones for years, obviously. That's true. I mean, that's very much true. But you just decided to get the, the surgery, right? That's, that, that is very much correct. To, to cut off your boobies? No, I'm keeping those. those... Oh, so you want to be like a chick with a dick? Like a transsexual yes. of a certain variety. That is correct. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This epi- you know what people who listen to this episode are like, what the hell are they talking about? And I'll be like, by the way, our show today unofficially is brought to you by Not Your Father's Root Beer and... Spearnoff Ice. Original. Premium malt beverage. Flavored beer. Right on the label. Does it still say it? Yes, it still says it. No, no. About... Ooh, Jesus. Sorry. Excuse me. About a half a year ago. I think I was telling Stark at something. I was like, they used to have flavored beer and Jimmy was so proud of that. And now I don't find it on the thing anywhere. It No, yeah. It's on the back label where it's always been. Okay. Um, but... They used they, to have it on the front too for like no, a very small time. I don't recall it ever being on the front. But they used to make it with vodka, and then because of the Sunday laws in the States, they switched it to a flavored beer, and that's why it says flavored beer. If you go to Europe, you still get it with vodka. Ooh. Mm. Of course, it's not in ounces over there. It's in milliliters. (laughs) Do you know what they call the quarter pounder with cheese? I don't know the whole bit, but yeah. It's from the whole bit? Of quantum quantum fiction. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's not that funny. That oh, the, the root beer is really kicking in right now. I'm not gonna lie. I'm feeling. Warm I have and fuzzy. another Smirnoff in the freezer, and at some point during this podcast, I will probably go up and get it. And while you do that, I will probably hit pause. Yeah, I figured. Uh, yeah, you're not um, just gonna vamp. I could. Hello, my darling. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime gal. Send me a kiss by wire. If you refuse me, darling, use me, lose me. Something, something, baby. I'm horrible with lyrics. You are. Each each year I get older, my brain cells go a little bit more in terms of me remembering things. Each year you do get older, that is factually accurate. Right, but it's. I feel like it's worse for me than like other people. Like like for you, mm-hmm. I say five things wrong in one one conversation. Mm-hmm. You get maybe not even one thing wrong. Depends how late at night it is and how much I've had to drink. Maybe, but it's frustrating. I'm a much better writer than a talker. I think. I wish I could say that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm a better writer than a talker. No, you're a more natural talker. I really am not, though, because I, yeah, I feel... Yeah, there's a little word in there, me, but... Me no speak him good sometimes. Sometimes, but you speak... I... You know, when I write, I write with meticulous grammar for the most part. And mm-hmm. I fuck up words all the time. I can't remember words. I get all okay. confobulated. Your, your, your definition of all the time and my definition of all the time are very different. 
your definition of all the time is maybe once a week. My definition of all the time is literally 30 times a day. When I'm drinking and I'm having a conversation with someone, I will forget multi-syllable words and I'm trying to think of the word I want to use and I can't do it because the alcohol Honestly, is killing my brain cells. First time earlier tonight at the table, we were before we were recording, we were eating uh, pizza. We were. And I don't remember what the word was, but uh, you oh, uh, deus ex machina. And I don't deus even Deus ex machina? De, yes. I said it wrong right there. I don't But that's what I'm saying. Right. But but that to me is the first time in probably I feel like maybe 3 weeks mm. of actively talking to you where you mess something up. But if I was writing that, it would have been perfect and I would have just moved on. Yes. Most of the time, I even text with perfect grammar, including punctuation. I When I'm not texting, when there's shortcuts and stuff, it's usually like voice-to-text, or I'm like driving, so it's mostly voice-to-text, but I gotta correct a word, and I'm like, I'm not gonna spend time on it. But mm. when I'm sitting and typing out a text, I use proper grammar and punctuation. I prefer to use proper grammar, but it doesn't always happen. At some point, my brain just kicks in, I'm like, I kinda don't give a shit. Amanda and I were having some back-and-forth discussions about grammar yesterday, oh, because... Boy. She's doing some marketing stuff for me for the radio show, and she like was sending me some stuff to look over. And she was like, "I'm going to take out your extraneous commas." I'm like, "They're not extraneous. That's proper grammar." She's like, "Not anymore. Who's the current English major?" I'm like, "Oh, she's like they've changed things that they've started to remove commas, and apparently now that if you have a word in quotations and you have a period, that period goes outside the quotations, which used to go inside the quotations." Um, I kind of which remember looks being completely, outside of it. No, it's always been inside, as far as I'm aware. Well, and Amanda said, Amanda acknowledged that in the 90s they still taught it as inside, and now they teach as outside. And she said it took her forever to get used to, and I'm like, I'm not ever going to get used to that. That looks awful. I remember the one article I think I did uh, do for uh, Blog Critics, that was one of the mm-hmm. things I got dinged on, was, was that... And yeah. I was just like, okay. And so now when I write, like that's one of those weird things that does come to me. Like, oh, you got to put the the period inside the quote, unless it's actually part of the quote. Right. That's where it's a little different. But if the sentence is actually saying, like, I talked to Jimmy the other day, and again, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. You put the period in. So what we came down to was I'm an old school grammar guy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use grammar grammar from the previous millennium. Grammar. And if Amanda wants to remove quote unquote extraneous commas and clean it up to make it more modern, then I give her full permission and blessing to do so. But I'm not going to write that way. But I'm not going to write that way. Wow. Because there's a few times I'm like, Jimmy, I need you to pepper some commas in there. Oh, I'll be happy to pepper the hell out of those commas. Just pepper it on there like like it's a lovely pepper dish. My writing will always be comma heavy. But if she wants to take them out for marketing purposes, I get it. And I'm fine with that. (sighs) You can't sweat the small stuff, man. Can't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. If you want to be happy. You want to be happy for that? I was just thinking that. Mm-hmm. Better make an ugly woman your wife. Because from my personal point of view... Get an ugly girl to marry, to marry you. marry you, yeah. yeah. What was that? It's the chair upstairs. We have we have vagrants living. Vagrants? You mean your fiancé? <laughs> <laughs> She's not a vagrant. No, I was... I didn't mean that. Mm. Let me mark Although that is, down to edit it out. Why? <laughs> You're going to edit that out, but you're not going to edit what I told you to edit out? Oh, I'm going to edit that out. Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> not. Not. Let's be honest. I'll write time timestamps down to, for, for recording purposes, and I still won't. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, I um, saw something pretty cool the other day. Have yes. you ever been to an Omnimax? I'm sure you have. No, maybe. I don't think so. What's, so, a, what's an Omnimax? It is a type of movie screen that is on a big dome above you. Mostly above you, but like this dome was like kind of on the side of the room, so it also went down in front of you. Like like a curved like dome. a big curved dome, kind of like what you would have like in um, a Coast planetarium. Side? Okay, yeah. But this wasn't uh, the night sky. This was like another type of film. Apparently, there's like seven of these in the country, and one of them is at the Cincinnati Museum Center in the big old uh, railway station. Mm-hmm. So my cousin Annie lives in Cincinnati and yeah. she works for the museum. And mm-hmm. so she had been trying to get us to come down and like check out the museum. And she's like, I'll show you around and I can like take you back behind the scenes. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. So I went down there with Morgan and her brother and her sister and her sister's boyfriend on Sunday. And, uh, we, and Annie was showing us around and they have an Omnimax movie and she's, and it's actually on old reels of film that the reel of film was probably at least three foot wide in certain, in diameter across the circle like huge huge rolls of film and apparently wow. she said the a lot of the museum shut down right now or is shutting down because they're getting to do these two years of renovations um, and part of the renovation will be they're going to switch the film to digital right now they have to contribute money to every movie that's made for their Omnimax because there are so few theaters that make them on these reels oh, wow. in order for somebody to make the reel they have to donate money towards it so they are going to cut some of that out. But anyway, the Omnimax we saw was Damn. a 45-minute one on the National Parks, narrated by Robert Redford. And it was Ooh. so beautiful. So beautiful. I am kind of jealous right now. Now, question, really was that off? Was, was the museum for that off of Mount Adam in Cincinnati? Mm, or is it downtown? It's downtown. Mm. They the, have, the big train, train station. Or the old train station. Well, I, it's a big, giant arc building mm, okay there's another museum they have there that's up on top of mount adams like it, there's which, an old uh, art museum like in a castle maybe it's an art museum i don't know anymore okay. it's been years since i've lived in cincinnati but i always have fond memories of going to that museum because um i think it's the closest i ever had to that moment in ghostbusters where or in any movie where like the alarm goes off and someone just you mm-hmm. know kind of like a uh animal house like skid across mm-hmm. the road before they have to go around the corner and start running because some mm-hmm. one of someone in our group triggered the alarm because they're an idiot but um was it you it really wasn't me mm-hmm. uh sure it was some dude in, in the chinese exhibit they had like mm-hmm. from his name was jason he was a little bald guy he was jason dobbins uh-huh i got it no it was you it no. really wasn't me <laughs> And dude, just I just remember it's one of those moments too. You can kind of see the train wreck happening in their eye and their yeah. thought process. You look over and you can just see him look at it and just go, "Like what? Are, what are you looking at? Like it's this old, ancient, like Chinese, like Ooh. second century, two A.D. Mm-hmm. Chinese thing. It's really old. Looks like it's crusty. It's falling apart. And he's just looking at it intently. And he even has us look like I'm going to touch it. And I'm like, Are you okay? Yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden, you just see his hand start reaching up, and all of a sudden, he just touches it, and the alarm goes, ah, ah, ah. and then me, him, and this other girl behind us look at each other, what the fuck? And we just start running by, we run by a guard, we stop, slow down, run by that, and we do like the skid as yeah. we run. It was horrifying. I don't ever want to, yeah. The only problem with touching Chinese artifacts is then you just got to touch another one two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, God. Amanda and I also had a long conversation about that joke and how she did not understand it. And at least she Googled it and confirmed it was a real joke. Oh, Jesus. Which was really funny because I was listening to the West Wing Weekly this morning, the podcast mm. with Joshua Molina. So uh, where he's really in West I really Wing. want to, yes. Uh, I was listening to the eighth episode. I'm, they've done 12, they've released 12. I'm Are you going back and watching old episodes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Too? yeah. I'm watching it then listening. And in the it's eighth episode, he's people. like, they were going to the Chinese opera. And his co-host was like, do you like Chinese opera? And Joshua Malone was like, yeah, but the problem is that I want to see another opera two hours later. And I was like, see, Amanda, that's a real joke. And she's like, I believe you. I Googled it, but I've never heard it. And I don't understand it. And I'm like, I guess it stuck with me because it seems so bizarrely wrong. I've never eaten Chinese food and then been hungry two hours later. I'm still full. Oh, yeah. I have. That has never happened to me. It must be an L.A. thing. E- even, must be a West Coast. Even when I was super fucking fat and yeah. like ate tons of food i would i would actually be like i don't want any chinese food for a while even though this is delicious i would want to i maybe can't. with our ding ho which is the great chinese place in columbus you should absolutely check it out columbus. um columbus ohio yes. best city on earth yes <laughs> we just want a grant for 50 million dollars i know to be a so, smart uh, transportation uh, yes and we have so 90 awesome. million in matching funds so we have 140 million to update our city so exciting like oh, it's awesome. i'm so excited I, I i just hate some of the people that are already shitting on it i'm just like dude we we're whatever. awesome i know whatever Delete. people there's always gonna be people that shit on things but we were the we were in seven finalists. The other cities we were in the finals San Francisco. Were San Francisco, Austin, Portland, like major, oh. major cities. Yeah. It, like, put and this way, we won. If you put them on a list, you would never sit there and go, I choose Columbus. That is not true. Columbus is really coming up in the world. I, but I, okay. a lot of people still, f- I feel like we have bad self-esteem in this city. Maybe. Okay. I don't disagree with that. Um, then again, okay. And I know you don't care for this, but let's be fair. Uh, it's a it's part of, I think part of this a little bit as Ohio as a whole has poor self-esteem oh yeah Cleveland Cavaliers just won right and even if you didn't watch the game I by the way I'll have a funny story for this so um, Game of Thrones was on Sunday night same night as the Cavaliers and I wanted to watch the game and watch Game of Thrones so I watched the Cavaliers game we were losing and of course the first thing that packed my head we always lose we are doomed for eternity to always lose. Yep. So then I started watching Game of Thrones. And then, uh, spoiler alert, someone very bad died. It's probably the only nice thing that will... What? You haven't seen it yet? Yes, you have. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, a character died. I don't want to say it uh, and be super spoiler, but a character died that was a super bad character. Whoa, whoa, wait. You're telling me somebody died on Game of Thrones? That part's not new. It's just someone who's very bad. Because usually, as an audience member, we see all the good characters get slowly killed We've off. We've seen some bad characters get killed off. Yeah, but... Joffrey? This one... But see, even then, that Tywin. one... Tywin? Yeah. Again, I, I feel like those were not as good as I feel this one was. Like, I'd say Joffrey was as good as this one. That one was kind of... It was good, but it was kind of disappointing. I felt very underwhelmed with Joffrey's really? death. Yeah. Like, I liked it, but... It just didn't feel as rewarding, I guess. Like, this one felt rewarding. Like, and that's horrible to say. This one, you saw coming. You get to the point where the puppy dog is there. Oh, and I'm totally okay with that. And and I'm like, Morgan, look away. Because I know she's not going to want to see it. She would mm-hmm. rather not see it. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, I, I will. I'm like, no, look away now. It is coming. And she's like, no, oh, oh, I said, I told you to look away. She's like, I didn't think it would be that soon. I'm like, I did. I told you to look away. It's your own damn fault. <laughs> Well, as that was happening, I got a text. Yeah. Did you see that? And my first response was like, yeah, I did. That was fucking sweet, right? Major bad guy on Game of Thrones got killed. And she's like, no. 
Cavs won. We're champions. The, the curse has been broken. I was like, what? That's awesome. Last time I checked, we were getting our ass kicked, and I didn't want to watch it, so I popped on Game of Thrones. So, But yes, uh, I do believe that Ohio as a whole, not just Columbus, has very bad self-esteem. Because... To be because f- we've been overlooked for so long, we have. But Columbus is a player on the current stage. Go on, tell me more. We are the fifteenth largest city in the country. Mm-hmm. We are closing in rapidly on San Francisco, which is number fourteen. Really? Yes. And we will pass San Francisco soon because San Francisco's landlocked and can't really add people, and we aren't, so we keep adding people. Um, but yeah, That's we're closing out San Francisco. We are the biggest city in Ohio. Depends how you, if you count metropolitan area versus the city itself, but Columbus is essentially bigger, especially if you got the area around that. it, than Cincinnati and Cleveland. Um, we mm. are a major tech city outside of Silicon Valley. We're one of the major tech cities in the, the country. We are um, very, one of the top gay-friendly cities in the country. We're yes. very diverse. We're one of the... I think we have like the biggest Somalian population in the country. Really? Uh, we're known for... We're on the top of the terrorist target stuff. list because of Mattel. Yes. Science. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Science. Um, yeah, there nuclear weapons and biological weapons. There's a lot things. of stuff going on with science people. I'm just saying, Columbus is very well regarded uh, in lots of circles. I... Okay. And... Within the next few years, we are going to have one of the biggest, best theater uh, landscapes in the country, right? That's correct. Mad Lab Theaters. We actually have a really rich theater landscape. No, we really do. Sometimes people complain that there's like nothing going on in Columbus, and I'm always like, that's your own damn fault, because there's so much going on in Columbus, there you really just need is. to open your eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are multiple theater shows going on every weekend, but that's just t- tip of the iceberg. There's a lot yep. of other culture going on as well, and sports and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Columbus is a very busy place because I, I feel like it's like eight hundred thousand people. I'm going to take your word for that because yeah. I again I think it's just because I kind of have that negative. I I'm just kind of predestined with it. I don't really. When we were kids, Columbus was still not a very well regarded city. We still had some really shitty parts of downtown that were bad, like the Six, short north. Six seventy wasn't done yet either. Six seventy wasn't done which, yet. It's a major roadway, major or, freeway that yeah. uh, just like ended before it went into downtown yeah which, and now it goes all the way through downtown right which is what the intention was to begin with and now right. traffic is a lot better yeah. um uh, traffic's still getting bad though i'm excited about these grants because it should improve transportation we but, hope we hope yeah. that's the that's the point we need an above ground rail system like chicago that's what i'm hoping for we our I, landscape does not really allow us to dig a subway yeah but uh, i would take a chicago l train type situation Coda for a bus system does very well, but it's a bus system and there's a certain stigma to that, that a lot of people will never use it. I will just say that I feel like Coda, I have never taken the bus. And it's one of those things, I feel like it's an anomaly to me, not an anomaly, it's um, it's it's un, it's like an unknown, I just don't understand, even though like I understand the concept of it. Sure. You pay money, you get into a bus, but I'm like... That's where it gets me, because a lot of Codas were still taking cash only. And I don't carry cash. So I've ridden the sea bus a bunch of times, which is the free route that goes from German Village up into the short north and back. Because okay. it comes by near my work. So I'll take the sea bus up to the short north to have a meeting or whatever. Okay. Um, I've ridden it a bunch of times. It's great to have that free route running up and down the corridor. But mm. I don't ride the regular bus because of you have to have cash. Right. But they're part of CODA's stuff they're doing right now is all their buses are going to be outfitted for plastic or mobile pay and they're all going to have um, 
apps where you're gonna be able to see where the bus is and how long a wait you're gonna see, have. See, that's and, cool. Yeah. Uh, but I, I guess I remember I would. And do they all stuff have bike racks on the front. So if you yeah, have a bike, I saw you can that. The, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I, there's a part extensive of me extensive bike lanes in Columbus. Yes, which is which is very nice. I, I there's sometimes I wish I did more stuff like that so I could really be more appreciative of it because like there's part of me like that's really cool, but there's part of me like I'm never going to use that. If we lived downtown, and if money was not a factor, and I was not married to who I was married to, I would be looking for a nice, luxurious apartment downtown. My wife would prefer rural, so we will probably live away from the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, have some land. Although I did get to agree that if I hit the Powerball, I can buy a nice uh, apartment in the city nice. and then also have our rural uh, dwelling. Nice. That's nice. Or I... at least she would agree to live in a nice apartment in the city while we're building our dream house. There you go. But here's the thing I don't like about living downtown is I don't like the parking. So even if I drove... Now, Grant, that's why you use the, the Coda. The nice the places have parking garages and stuff. The, the places I would buy a apartment in yeah. would have a place to park mm. but i would rather not drive very much i mean i need a car to go to family things and stuff but i would rather drive less there's a part of me which i would by the way did you check Ticketmaster? i have one pair of free tickets i don't buy many tickets and I there attend. will probably be no shows that i can use you're right they're all I'm in cuyahoga in. falls which is cleveland they actually released um a set of concert. I got an email today and I followed it and there were a bunch of concerts, but yeah, there was like nothing in Columbus. Yeah. That's the downside. It's like people who have like a lot of tickets are like good to they know. Said that they said they'll add more, but right now it's closed. You have four years to use them. Yeah. But I do think there, I was surprised to see a lot of weekend dates in the mm-hmm. dates they have. I thought it was all going to be weekday bullshit. Um, I still think Ticketmaster is going to screw us as much as they can with the free vouchers. Yeah. Because they're Ticketmaster, and I don't trust them. They're assholes. Just like Sally Mae, or Navient Student Loans, just like Time Warner and Charter Cable, mm-hmm. we've got these companies that unfortunately have a grip on our nuts and control certain industries, and we can't do shit about it. Yeah. They have it in the vice grips. I'm not a fan. I'm going to get a beverage. Are you? Would you like me to bring you down a beverage? Uh, I don't have any, ones, any other ones that are in the cooler, so I'm good. Would you like a Smirnoff? I'm good. That's, this, so this you will... vamp and sing. Yeah. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, Hello your ragtime gal. That's right. Give baby, me my a... heart's on fire. Baby, my heart's on fire. You're my heart's desire. If you refuse me, baby, you lose me. And that's what I'm going to tell you, baby. Something. No, something. In your mind. So I'm vamping. I'm vamping. My fiance doesn't know what vamping means. We're explaining it to her now. Cause it's gonna be lots of fun. La 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 la. La la la. Oh, there he is. I'm here. Yes. Sorry, I stopped to yeah, it's talk okay. very briefly to your fiance. That's okay. Who is a lovely person. She is. You know what? She deserves to be talked to. Cause I don't do it. I think so too. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm, I, yeah, I do. I totally do. That's not. You do. I do. I talk to her probably too much. You know what else happened this week? What? I had my wedding anniversary. Really? Seven years. I am sorry. Congratulations. Thank you. This is, I feel kind of bad. Like, why, why? didn't you say something? I don't know. What, why Why does it matter? We spent, it because was actually like Father's I'm Day this friend, year. Because I would sit there yeah. and go, congratulations, happy anniversary. Yeah, but you don't have to keep track of my anniversary. 
I fucking need to put this on my phone. It's when was it? June 19th. June 19th. Right? That's the date we went to the courthouse. We had our big wedding in the fall, so a lot of people are like, your wedding was in the fall, wasn't it? I'm like, no, our anniversary is June 19th. Jimmy's anniversary. And Morgan's. Oh. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Jimmy and Morgan, Jesus. Yeah. That's what I would put in there. I just want to put Jimmy's anniversary, because yeah. then my probably drunk out of brain when I'd be like, Jimmy has an anniversary. Oh, bro, happy anniversary for I don't know what. And I'd be like, I got married. Oh, yeah. You know how, uh, um, you know, obviously the stereotype is the man forgetting the anniversary. Last year, we both forgot the anniversary. Like, we knew it was coming up, and then we were just so busy because we were trying to buy that house, and we ended up moving, like, the week after. Mm -hmm. And we both, like, it was, like, a week and a half after anniversary. We're like, oh, shit, our anniversary was, like, a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. This year, I got up early. I went to Walmart which I don't usually shop at, but they have good baked goods. And I got a little cake that they were happy seventh anniversary on. And I got a card and wrote like a poem, um, a rhyming set of couplets that was funny, but sweet. And I brought it home and I give it to my wife. It's like 11 a.m. And she's like, oh shit, it's our anniversary, isn't it? I'm like, yep. She's like, I didn't get you a card or anything. I'm like, yep. <laughs> she did the next day give me did, a very nice card she wrote did, very nice did things. she find your couplets amusing she loved the card oh that's good and that's then the good. next day she gave me a very nice card that's awesome but I just think it's funny that she forgot and she's the wife yeah she's not we, sentimental uh, sometimes they can be too sentimental Jimmy I'm the sentimental one just saying that's not true Actually, I actually enjoy sentimentality. Uh, I, it's the overthinking that 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 kind of drives me insane. Mm-hmm. I need to be careful. Um, <laughs> no, are you sure about that, or is it something else? Uh, no, let's I'm, think through it some more. I'm very hundred percent sure. <laughs> uh, well, because I, you know, over mm-hmm. overthinking is the death of of anyone, sure. really. So, um, well, yeah, seven years. I'm an old man now. And my wife is 29, so she's got about nine months left in her before I trade down for a younger model. Good man, good man. I've always told her, once get she hits it, 30, it's time to move on. Get, get, get that out of the system, and then once <laughs> you moved on, then you, got, you can start the process over again. Oh, God, no. <laughs> if if uh, something happened between my wife and I, I don't think I would ever get remarried. Mm. I tease her that... Uh, she's turning 30, so it's over. But you know that's not true. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What was the last movie you saw? In theaters? Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Zootopia. So, you saw Zootopia in the theater? I did. It feels so weird because you saw it like... I feel like you saw it like three weeks I ago. I saw it like r- three weeks before the DVD came out, I swear. Right. That's so, uh, so we weird. We went to Regal in May. Like the f- last week of May, we took a yeah. vacation week and okay. we went to the Regal Theaters, which is actually very cheap. I was surprised. It's nice. Huh, they're um, not in Georgesville, right? Yeah, yeah. Because mm. we used to go there in high school, but I had yeah. been there a long time. It's not... I mean, it's not a huge, impressive theater like some of the other ones in town, but their tickets are cheap comparatively. That's where I saw... Uh, um Episode one. I've seen a lot of things at that theater, but not for many years. Mystery Man. Mystery. I think that man. That was Mystery like, Man. I think we saw there. Yep. Uh, matter of fact, I think I saw. Wasn't it you, me, and Matt McClellan? Might have been. Yeah. This is a real test to see if Matt still listens. He'll he'll tweet me. He's like, you mentioned me on the show again. Because every <laughs> once in a while, we'll say. I haven't talked to Matt in forever. Oh, it, it, it's always. I've, I I don't like when I usually run into him, and it's only just because. It's a celebratory time for those we've lost and mourn, which is the Relay for Life, because mm-hmm. um, he lost his dad, and I think somebody else, mm-hmm. and then I've lost my cousin. So it's mm-hmm. it's the pretense of why we're there is good and also bad. Yeah. 
Um, and so I just so it, and it always kind of bums me out that we have to meet there like that but you know we, it, we never talk about the sad stuff it's always oh hey how are you doing how's the wife matter of fact he's the one that told me about leader once when i moved into here mm-hmm. uh he suggested leader which by the way leader movers in ohio area really nice they go by per box and not time nice yeah so um i mean they're twenty dollars per box no not I'm even that kidding. they I'm just kidding. give you a blanket like how many boxes like ref like one to fifteen 15 to 30, 30 to 100, like what? And I'm, I gave him like 32, and it's like, here's the price. And um, it, Yeah, and that also... static on the line. Is that coming through? No. Oh, it stopped. No, it's probably the, the headphones. The headphones are... Oh, geez, this equipment's so old. I'm just taking them off. Yeah, it's okay. They were bothering me. Yeah. Yeah, so... So, yeah, that was the last movie I saw in theaters. Jesus. Uh, great movie. Um, you know, I only see three or four th- movies a year in theaters. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, what made you go see that one? Was it? Was it uh, Morgan's it? Choice? Good for her. Good for she, her. She complains, probably rightfully so, that we tend to only see the Marvel movies in theaters. Or, like, Star Wars, we saw. Um, because, in my opinion, movie tickets these days have gotten ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. And if it's the same experience watching at home as in the theater, it's not worth paying... $15 a pop or more mm-hmm. at East at certain times to go see the movie. However, uh, but she likes to watch more small dramas and things like that. And I've always balked about like, we shouldn't spend $30. I, I'll buy the Blu-ray for you when it comes out for $20. And it'll be the same experience. And you'll own it. Right. Yeah. Which she's like, no, I'd rather just go see it in theaters, whatever. So we don't I mean, I agree, it. but I was like, you know what? Uh, I haven't been as nice to you as I should lately. Here's a way I can be nice to you. You pick any movie you want to see. Because I know it was something she wanted to do. And I was trying to be a good husband. So I said, pick your movie. She said, Zootopia. I said, excellent choice because I want to see that. (laughs) It could have been, I was lucky that there wasn't some like boring period shit piece out at the moment. But here's the thing. You probably would have enjoyed that movie, the period piece movie. It depends. I I feel like She's taking me as our first our second date we went to a movie uh denzel washington american gangster i thought it was i did not enjoy it she loved it um she like we have different tastes in films so yeah i was really excited when she picked utopia because i'm like oh i want to see that that's good choice and then when i saw how cheap the regal tickets were i was like oh well, if it's only going to be five fifty a ticket, we can come see your period dramas here. I don't. I didn't realize there was still a theater that was that cheap for first run movies. Uh, first run movies, market the drive it sucks, but Marcus right. Tuesday nights they have five. Tuesdays, but Regal's cheap all the time. True, but this also includes three D and ultra screen. Yeah, but I'm depending not, on most movies, we don't do weeknights. Well, I know, but especially but, but, right, but. Especially when you do the Marvel movies and stuff like yeah. that, you can actually see the 3D and still well, see the same I, theater experience for for a little bit cheaper. Which it's nice. Yeah, I mean when we go to a Marvel movie, we may go to Lennox, but I'll go at like uh, 10 a.m. Yeah, on a Sunday. Sunday. So or it's Saturday. still a little bit cheaper. Yeah, it's che- a little bit cheaper, and we don't have the crowds. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no Zootopia. Very excited to see that. It was great. And uh, TV wise, I haven't watched much TV lately, so. That feels so weird for, to is. hear it's you say that. It's weird for me, too. It's so weird. I, I, I'm only doing reviews of new shows these days, which mm-hmm. makes it convenient, because I can just watch that episode and review it, and mm-hmm. then I'm realizing how few of those I'm actually watching more episodes of, even the ones I like. Yeah, it's... I, on a lark, uh, started watching Voltron the other day mm-hmm. on Netflix. I do not like anime. Yeah. 
it's surprisingly good. I'm very surprised on how good it is because the stuff that bothers me in an anime, mm-hmm. and you, some of the stuff too, you got to also realize it's a kid's show by mm-hmm. design. So the dialogue that's really annoys me, like, um, like so in, say like say in Doctor Who, it would be like, oh my God, we need to stop that bomb from blowing up. Sure. The addition in Voltron is we need to stop that bomb from blowing up or either A, we can't form Voltron or B, the universe will die. And yeah. you're just like, oh, okay, I, I get that. But again, those are little things. And like literally, we've, we've, I'd say in terms of the grand scheme of things, like if Voltron's supposed to liberate the entire universe, mm-hmm. we've maybe visited two planets right now. Mm-hmm. And we're like on episode nine, there's like only 12 episodes. Nice. Like they're going, the, it feels like they're going for the long haul. And I'm like, entire Labine is one of the characters. Glenn, oh, I like him. Uh, uh, Steven Yoon, Glenn is yeah. in it. Um, you know what? You convinced me. We're going to cancel the radio show so I can catch up on some TV. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare. I will stop you. I will, I will text everybody and make, we will, we will stop you. You will become the new bad guy in the top notch tangler. You know what? That should be funny. That would be funny if you became the bad guy or like some kind and of character. Oh, you need to be for something like that. And like that a very made up, very meta joke. I get my acting fix when I play Doc Green. Uh, yeah. Or less. Um, I, we did just finish House of Cards, season three. Did you four, finally finish it? What, one, three, what did you think? Uh, the ending shot, spoiler, where Claire turns the camera too. I got so creeped out. And kind of like acknowledges yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, someone told me that she talks. Season. Someone told me she talks to it, and I'm like, no, she doesn't. But it's still just as good. You know, not I don't really. Think she did talk to it. If she did, it was one she line. Did. But I don't think she did. But uh, but just her turning and looking as he's talking. Mm-hmm. Because I've always the two of them together, unstoppable. And last season when they ended with them splitting up, it was rough mm-hmm. on you. It needed to happen. But I love how they've come back together this year. Yes. And so it was good. yeah. I mean. There are three shows that right now that Morgan and I are watching together. Um, other times of the year, we'll watch The Affair and Masters of Sex. But right now, we're watching House of Cards, which mm-hmm. we finished. Uh, Game of Thrones, which mm-hmm. we tend to watch on Monday nights. So I do miss it by a day, but Aww. we don't. But it's only by one. Um, and Outlander, which we're a few episodes behind on. But mm-hmm. I love Outlander. The uh... oh, and I'm up on Silicon Valley as well, but I have fallen behind on Veep this year. I need to catch up on Veep. Silicon Valley is one of those shows where it makes you sad because so frustrating. The, well, I, listen, I love it, but it, I listen like, to a nurse every episode. time they're almost to something good, then something bad happens. I listen to to a nurse episode, and uh, I think it's Jonah Ray. Mm-hmm. He does that show Meltdown show with Kamal yes. uh, uh, or Kamal. I love that show. And he mentioned to him, he's like, by the way, I really like what you guys are doing. It's finally good to see Pipe Piper finally take off and do well. <laughs> and, and, and of course, this was early on. And he's just like, dude, we'll never do well. Why, why would you think that? And he's just like, um, I don't know, be, because that's what the point of the show is. right? He's like, no, the point of the show is we never succeed. Yeah. Every time we go one step forward, we go four steps back. Yeah. And he's like, even if we do well, we will not do well. And I'm like, that's heartbreaking, and it's yeah. true. Like so, every I'm wondering how the season's going to end now that they know the the platform sucks, basically. Which is 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 depressing as shit. It is because you, they were finally doing well. Well, Morgan actually uh, watched 
the end of season one, she loved the whiteboard stuff with the dicks and the jerking off. She thought yes. that was hilarious. She didn't catch most of season one, mm-hmm. but she saw that and she's like, ooh, I want to watch this show. She watched all of season two with me, and now she's like, I'm not going to watch sitcoms anymore. I'm too busy. I'm just going to pick a couple of my favorite shows. I'm like, that's fair. But at the beginning of the season, she's like, I'm just going to have to stop watching this because it's too frustrating to me. The, yeah, because like they that just whole never... episode where they made the plan to how to take down Steven Tobolowsky, and then they go in and they trip, and the plan's exposed immediately. Yeah. By the way, uh, I really love. By the way, I am happy that they're kind of keeping Steven Tobolowsky around. Yeah, when he showed up at Huli, I was like, "What?" Well, okay. So here's what I thought was going to happen. Here's what happened. I and I, I told uh, uh, my friends at work this. I was like, "This is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be uh, he runs into a." What uh, what's the character's name? Balsic, uh, Jared Balsic. Who's the guy that runs Huli? Oh, um, uh, shit, Gavin Belson. Gavin Belson. Uh, it was not really close, but whatever. It's your Slistexia coming up. Sure, yeah, exactly. So uh, uh, Gavin runs into him at, 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 at the end of the episode, and you're like, "What the hell? I thought Tobolowski was gone. He was that character shows up a few episodes, and he's gone again. Maybe comes back next season as like a one line joke. Yeah, like the like my favorite guy. He came back at the hotel this year. He's like the dude. He's like this oh, guy um, fucks Chris Diamondopolis or whatever. Yes, yeah. I love that. He's like yeah. this guy fucks. That was great. I, yeah, it was so great when he brought him back. So I thought same kind of thing would happen there. Yeah. No, he comes in, he's kind of there, kind of not, and you go, oh, here's what's going to happen. He will somehow not get fired, and he's going to bring him in. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I think he's gone, and then he's actually going for re- gone. Uh, Gavin. At the no, time, no, no, I know. At okay. the time, though, that happened, though, I go, yeah, I, I bet Gavin's leaving to go on a retreat to get away from everybody. Mm. He's going to go to the same area, so he can actually... Um, think over his strategy because he's now the new CEO of Hooli mm. replacing Gavin Belsing sure. and and then I realized no 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 Gavin saves himself and then brings him on and I go I bet they're going <sighs> well there's sometimes I wonder if they're going to put those two together like Richard and Gavin together again I think they will but I think oh. that's where the show will head I am completely confused why Big Head's still on the show <sighs> well he had a nice little side story this year that kept T.J. Miller busy uh, when he had nothing to do, which his plotline was so bright, heartbreaking when he lost it all was. the stock. It was. I feel like there was a... They should, I, I don't know. Okay, the writer in me mm-hmm. doesn't like what they did with the character because it kind of invalid... It, it furthers invalidates Big Head even more. Like, I under, yeah. like, first I understand why Big Head's there. And I even I kind of understand the point, like... He actually becomes an actual threat to um, T.J. Miller's character, yeah. Eldrick, Eldrick, and Ehrlich. Ehrlich. And I'm like, so that's pretty cool too. And, and he—that's kind of what he was. He's kind of pissed. He's like, no, I'm doing the the thing. So why are you guys doing your little yeah. thing over here? And I'm fuck this. And I and then it's like, no, no, I'm taking over. It's a partnership. Really, dude? No. Yeah. Come on, because now he's gonna blow all the money. Yep. He did, yep. and now Big Head's not there, but he is. But we don't know. Yep. What the fuck? I know. And, and maybe I feel like Big Head is kind of the joke character where they're actually talking. I think that's their way of poking but, fun at real life things that happen, which is some idiot gets a lot of money, loses it all, and then comes back even stronger and bigger than before. But does he feel like forced into some plot lines? 
honestly, this season was the first time I didn't feel he was purposely forced in. I really? felt like I thought it was very forced this season. I, I I didn't at all. Like I actually thought they were going to do something more interesting because of this. Mm. And then he they because it was because I felt like his character finally had a reason to kind of be there in some kind of way or fashion but then it's like no tj miller when they put him and tj miller together and actually as not as enemies but as partners then it got forced in but up to that point i go this will be interesting because then ehrlich is going to be pissed off that he's doing his own whatever in his house which is in competition with him sure and then what would be great would be he would actually not even competing and that's what was funny well in that that's true or not on purpose that's, right that's what I'm saying Ehrlich saw it as a competition Big Head never did well of course because Big Head's just he's kind of an idiot he, or he just so doesn't sweet. care he's, he's so nice. sweet he just doesn't care yeah. you are you, you, you are Big Head Jimmy oh, except thanks. for that you you are actually very smart and you would not motivated. be and motivated and you are motivated drive. <laughs> yeah you, you have some drive um, no, I get it. That he's sometimes too nice. I would. Uh, that's what I know. That. But of. but I I'm I'm Ehrlich, so there you go. But you gotta have your Ehrlich. With I mean, as annoying as Ehrlich can be, Pied Piper needs their Ehrlich. He really does. Yes, he does. Uh, oh, it's like that episode where he walks into like right when he walks into the boardroom. You know, he's talking to the reporter. Mm-hmm. You know it because the design oh, of the yeah. show is you oh, have yeah. to. Oh yeah. Oh. I think that the whole show changed, and it's good and bad. It changed forever when the guy who played Peter Gregory sadly passed away of cancer, and it just breaks your heart because I, I tell people, it's like the moment you get up to, I think it's like the fourth episode of the first season of Silicon Valley where he goes, what are your thoughts about Burger King? Mm-hmm. Do you Have you had their food before? Yeah. What are your thoughts on the sesame oh, he seed? he was brilliant. Right, but you're going like, where the fuck is this going? And then you see it all play, and you're like, this guy is great. I do really enjoy the actress they brought in to fill that role. Yes. But. Yes, I do too, but it's very clear. From Two like, Guys a Girl. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Pizza Place. And then mm-hmm. it's Two Guys a Girl. Um, so it's nice not Suzanne back. Cryer's fault. Uh, no, not at all. She does a wonderful job. But yes, there's a, a hole that will never quite be filled because of who he was. Right. And I think where they And really- that actor just did. Like had never really had a career take off, and people were saying based on this performance that his career was going to take off. Right. Well, I think his first big, big role movie wise mm-hmm. was Steven Spielberg saw him, and he he it's, it, he, he was. Have you seen Lincoln? Mm, yes. He was the one that actually motioned it in the Senate mm-hmm. or whatever that they look over slavery, or whatever. And the guy from Boardwalk Empire that played Rothstein. He was. I only saw the first from, two episodes of Boardwalk Empire. Uh, oh, um, I tra- kept trying to watch that. I haven't. I'm trying to think of the actor where you've seen him before. Um, he's kind of a little bit of everything here and there now. Yeah, yeah. But um, I can't think of his name. But he okay. he plays the senator from Kentucky, and uh, because uh, Gregory, the actor who played mm-hmm. Gregory, sensed the motion up, the guy from Kentucky begins. It's kind of like the. It's a little part, but it's big enough, and then. Sure. That kind of got him the role in Silicon Valley. So his career was starting to go yep. upward, and then he right. he passed away. And you're like, that's so tragic. So, so sad. what do you think of HBO's new trend of canceling shows after they've been renewed? <sighs> well, but here's the... Th- well, I thought they, they... Most shows up to this point, I thought they renewed them, but then canceled them at the end of the season. I thought with Vinyl, which I think came out today, they actually canceled it like they actually went back on the renew like they reneged on it this is the third it. show they've done that to in five years really? yeah I don't now know. the first one well three that I can think of off the top of my head there may be more the first one was Luck which that was Horse Deaths 
They'd already started production on season two, and then they decided not to move forward, and they ended it without ever. And that airing. one kind of makes sense. That to one me. makes sense. Yes, but then they did it to the brink last year, where they had renewed it for a second season, and then before know. season two started production, they canceled it, and they did the that. same thing to vinyl this year. That they'd aired one or two episodes, they renewed it for a second season, and now two months after they finished airing it, they canceled it without starting production on the second season. Um, well, I do know there was some. Now I don't. It know makes me about. think now that these renewals are publicity stunts to try to drive up the ratings, and if they don't work, they're just going to cancel it. I don't know. And it's kind of bullshit. Well, here's the thing: I don't. I don't know anything about the brink. I. I, I know nothing. That show with Tim Robbins and Jack Black. It was a comedy. Awesome Monvi. Oh, oh, I, okay. I, I knew. I remember the trailer for it and goes that looked funny, mm-hmm. but. Um, I don't remember, but see, I don't remember it getting picked up. So it was, and then it was canceled. Um, and vinyl, they renewed real early on. I knew like that. they always do. And HBO almost always gives a show a second season. Yeah. And the reasoning I saw for the vinyl reversal was they now have a new head of programming and they wanted to give them a chance to do a fresh start and not be saddled with this very big expensive dud. But it's still kind of bullshit that they've done this twice in two years. Uh, it may, it, it makes me think there's a little bit of conniving calculation that it's like nobody's watching vinyl. We're going to renew it. That might spark some other people to watch it thinking it's going to be around. But here's the thing that, and this is where I don't a hundred percent. I'm not saying that's not the main reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a big reason, but I think the other reason is, is that uh, Terrence winter. Yeah. He got kicked off a showrunner, like, and he knew it probably midway through the end of the first season that he wasn't coming back as main showrunner. Yeah. And that's a weird thing because usually if a showrunner gets fired, he's taken out immediately and they put somebody else in there and they kind of pick it up and then they carry on to season two. Sure. And they, at that point, they're also working with the network. Um, from the way I understand is that Terrence Winter was told he's, he was asked not to come back for season two mm. by HBO. Yeah. They got another guy and they liked what he was going to do. And then they only had a, I think they only had like maybe one or two treatments or plot lines like written out to HBO. And then word came out that the VP were ever changed and they were going to go back on the renewal. I think it's a kind of an, uh, agglomeration of all of the above, not just that I do kind of agree with you. It does feel like a publicity stunt. But I think that one's a little weird because I didn't hear anything like like b- creative I th- problems. I think with the brink. you're probably right that it was a multiple multiple things but, coming yeah. together. Yet that's the one I focus on and the one I get annoyed by. Well, here's the other thing too, and I'll throw this out there: the brink is considered a comedy show at HBO. Yes, and the guy who has the final say on that is the guy who is now put in charge of all of dr- drama programming at HBO. So there's a part of me that doesn't isn't also surprised at that, at that either which is if that's the way he does things then that completely makes sense which is he did that to the brink didn't work and guess what now he's put in charge at hbo for the drama shows he looks at vinyl and goes oh that ain't working hell no it canceled but see, no i agree that's bad the thing that's is, bad for HBO him. generally has a reputation for being very good to their shows yes even like hello ladies got canceled after one season they but they let movie. them come back and do a movie looking has been canceled and they're letting them come back into a movie. They're now seriously in talks again to bring Deadwood back so they can end it. Yep. Um, There's a talk about that one too, but the problem so with that one with is... With Bored to Death is what yeah, you're pointing sorry, at? Sorry, I have a person But uh, So on one hand, they've got this reputation, but on the other hand, this new trend makes me think they may lose their reputation. As long as... They, and this is where the corporation mindset comes in. Mm-hmm. As long as they keep winning those awards and Game of Thrones is still theirs, they're okay. But Game of Thrones is not going to be around much longer. I know, which... 
two yeah. seasons, probably shorter than. There's sometimes I feel like I'm so like this season I feel has been fantastic. Um, I I mean I like it a lot. Do you not do you not like it as much? No, or? I like it a lot. Just last season and this season really bothered me because how faithful they were to the books for the first four seasons and then the way it veered completely off track. It really pissed me off because I'm like, either make a faithful adaptation of the books or don't. Both are valid choices. Don't make a faithful adaptation for four seasons and then go in a completely but the, different there's direction. there's no more books, though. But they had more books, and they went off the rails long before they ran out of book. Jamie never went to Dorne. He had a completely different pl- plot line up with the, the castle. You know, Sansa is still in the Eyrie in the book. She never went to Winterfell, where Roose Bolton was. She, there's some major, major differences that you're just like, seriously, guys? Seriously. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. So, yeah, it pissed me off because they were doing that shit. Mm. Like, one or the other. You can't do both. But, but the show's still so damn good. Pisses me off. I did listen to a podcast, Hardcore Game of Thrones. Yes, I have not listened to it yet. I, try, I tried downloading on iTunes. They don't have it there. I had to they do have it from the three world. episodes. Oh, they do? I didn't find it on You there. have to look up Earwolf Presents. Yep, okay, that's why. Um, and it's three episodes on there, which are the three set before the series begins. Mm-hmm. And then the subsequent five cover the events of the series up until the Red Wedding and Joffrey's death. Mm. Um, but 18 hours in total. Wonderful, wonderful parody of hardcore you've, history you've told me that and i really i yeah and i'm doing deep dives into westerosi history right now i'm reading the prequel uh duncan egg novellas oh which are my. really good and i'm gonna reread game of thrones and those books are so damn good oh yeah but the show is the show's good but in a different way yeah i i 100 agree well i always find funny though with hbo and 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 Here's the thing. I like HBO shows for the most part, so I, I don't want this. Though, but I always feel like every time they get a show that everyone's like, no one can beat that right now in terms of ratings and downloads. Like the like the like it it's 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 equaled mass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was before that. It was The Sopranos, right? And then you're like, they'll never get that back. And then it's like Game of Thrones. They got it back. And then like, so I it, it, I'm just intrigued to see like in ten years what will the new Sopranos or Game of Thrones will be. But they do have a lot more competition these days. And Walking Dead is kicking Game of Thrones' ass. Yes, that is true. <laughs> well, Walking Dead's kicking I... everybody's ass. Yeah. Well, we're only about halfway through the comics, so it could go. By the way, uh, did you did you see that what's his name um, who played Abraham might have fucked might have fucked it up? No, I did not. Uh, he, the guy who plays Eugene, they said they filmed separate death scenes for every one of those characters. Yeah. Uh, he apparently said he uh, tweeted publicly the guy who plays Eugene. He's like, by the way, man, I miss working with you. And uh, and then he had to go back and delete. De- he's like, I miss working with you on that past episode. He didn't specify what it was. He had to go back and change it. I yeah. mean, you could make the argument that he just hasn't had scenes with him, and that's why he misses working with him. I know. I figured it, it was makes, Abraham. I figured it. Was no, no, Abraham. it's not Abraham. It's um, Abraham still on set. It's Eugene. That got killed. It's not Eugene. It's not Eugene. I don't know, man. His art kind of. I think whoever they killed, out. they're keeping on set because they're really going to great lengths to fool. That's true. They're like making people come to set under hoods so they can't be seen. They're like <sighs> watching for drones. They're doing such security for the season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> so awesome. I'm pretty sure whoever. You mean they you killed, mean Walking Dead? Yes, that's what I mean. 
<laughs> They're doing that on Game of Thrones too, a little bit. Same difference. One has a dragon, the other has a zombie. No, they're completely different shows. I know. I'm still pissed at Game of Thrones about the whole Jon Snow bullshit. But anyway. What, you mean killing him? Uh, lying about killing him. Oh, yeah. I'm fine with you refusing to answer and being... What what should have happened from the beginning? Oh, shit. He's what should have happened? Oh, he's I, really, I he's really so pissed. pissed. I am. Oh, Jesus What should have happened from the beginning is the second they asked about Jon Snow's fate is no comment. And that should have been the only thing that came out of that studio. The fact that the producers felt the need to say not only is Jon Snow explicitly dead, but that Kit Harington is no longer with the show. Explicitly saying this over and over again really pisses me the fuck off. You don't lie to your fans. You don't have to tell them everything, but you don't lie to them. Now, do you, are you mad any at Kit Harington? Because he kind of... Yeah, because he went along with the lie, too. <sighs> I don't know. I, 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 I thought he said somewhere that I think he was on Seth Meyers where Seth Meyers is like, remember when you said this last time? I thought, I thought I, I could be wrong. I thought he said it was like, kind of, they asked him to kind of do it. It's in his contract. I think they did, but and so they the, kind of held it over him. The whole thing should have been no comment. Yeah. Yeah. Because the second you start going, well, Jon Snow isn't coming back, which was, I thought going to be their loophole, but it's not because Jon Snow himself came back. But I thought their loophole was going to be like a Lady Stoneheart situation. I thought so too, um, but they're not. No, I mean, it is kind of, but not really. He's uh, still him. Yeah. Uh, we're like Lady Stoneheart has a completely different persona than Catelyn Stark does. Well, she's 100% like Alvaldo. Bet on revenge. It's just revenge is the only thing she has left. Right. She has her heart's gone cold. Right. Lady Stoneheart. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I get it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm still pissed at Game of Thrones about that. And then combined with the veering off books, I still really enjoy the show when I'm watching it. But when I think about the show when I'm not watching it, it pisses me the fuck off. Mm -hmm. And I have no love for the creators of the show and the showrunners at this point. Okay, so I will say this, and we'll win on this because we're almost we're, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we're, we're past an hour. Yep. Um, is And this is what's really cool, is mm -hmm. that um, I don't think I have ever seen properly in a war film or an action scene the battle of the bastards oh that was really well shot it was and one of the things that i you, you hear you, we've heard in civil war stories before is the piling up the, of the bodies right and i don't think i have ever accurately seen that done in a way I that i can truly think grasp this was it accurate though i think well, this was exaggerated a little bit uh, I it was say, exaggerated I would the say, bodies aren't that high in a normal war i would say real definitely yes but in the way that this context that they showed it it, it completely made sense. It worked for that. Well, for the most part. Well, but that's the thing too, is that, and also the thing that what didn't me, make sense is that none of those arrows landed on Jon Snow. Yeah, that's, well, they meant that that's just pure luck. I thought he was dead again. No. Okay. What part? Multiple parts, multiple parts, the arrows for one. Yeah. And first of all, the whole going out on the fucking horse, which was bullshit the whole time screaming, don't be an idiot. Turn around. Get off the field. Mm -hmm. And then after Rickon died, he still charged forward. That's Sansa told him. Oh, listen to your damn sister, idiot. If Sansa was there, it wouldn't have gone down that way. The, yeah. the, they would have not lost as many people. Um, but then also when he was being crushed beneath the bodies. That was the part that terrified me because I'm like, because before that, I'm like, is he going to get hit with an arrow? You can't tell with Game of Thrones because, but that would kind of almost be like a simple death for him. Right. And then when he started getting covered up and you just kept seeing it over and like the bodies kept, they would climb over, they would die and fall on him and you just realize it's claustrophobic. I started to have almost a panic attack going like, 
I feel like I'm being it, it was it was and, terrifying. And it was if so they good. were going to kill Jon Snow, Tormund Giantsbane at least should have died. Which I don't want him to die. I love him. No, and, yes, I don't and want he him holds either. a role that they'd have to replace him with a new wildling yeah. leader. Um, so it would have complicated things. But for Jon Snow not to die, and for Tormund where he was to not die, Davos was a little further out. So I get, but one of the majors should have died in this. Uh, I don't know. I see. And I knew, okay I it. knew, I knew the entire time Littlefinger was about to show up. Oh yeah. Because, yeah. because I pay attention to the theme song yeah. to see what actors are listed. Yeah. And I knew Littlefinger was in the episode. Yeah. I, 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 Answer I, me I, this. Where was Ghost during the fight? Oh, uh, he was uh, not there because the option was you have a, a giant ghost dog. Mm-hmm. Or you have a giant, and they chose the they chose the giant because then they can go. We can explain where the dog was with some simple dialogue. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't. I'd rather have can. the giant. And the it's dire Rickon's direwolf head. That was not Rickon's direwolf. Oh, I don't. It was way too small a head. Yeah, way too small. Wow, you are just pissing all over that really great episode right now. In like, general, it was a really great episode. Okay, because don't get me wrong, I agree with you 100% because when I saw that, I was like, that's a small, it's way too small. dire wolf head. But you know what? Or, but here's that's- the thing, though. You you don't know at that point. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. With Ramsey Bull, and this is in the back of my head, and that's why I quickly let it go, is it's like, he's just fucking with him anyway. Because... Yes, but I think that was really meant to be his direwolf set. Yeah, and that, if that's the case, that's poor. But it doesn't matter. It agitated John. It did the exact resi- desired result. That's the problem with Game of Thrones right now is you're watching that episode and it's brilliant and you're loving it and you get so into it and then you can pick the hell out of it afterwards because they they do make a lot of mistakes. I'm okay. I don't know. I for the moment, like I'm okay. I'm not buying the show on DVD. I am. I have. Are you really? Yeah. I don't. Bitch, please. <laughs> I don't know why I said I that. love that story, but the books at the, at the for a while I was like, okay, I love the books and I love the series. Now I'm firmly in the books are much better, but uh, yeah. but I still love the series. Mm. Well, that's all we have <laughs> today on that, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well, it's been an hour and seven minutes. Oh yeah. At yeah. this point, no, we're good. And then that doesn't include the opening that we've recorded. Obviously. Obviously. So Obviously. it's actually probably about like an Why, hour. Now, Nick, answer me this: How yeah. come you didn't start timing when we started recording the opening? Why are you having to say "oh" separate from the opening? Why? Because it's easier for me to edit. Well, I know you stopped recording between the opening and the show. I don't do it like that. Just I actually to, record to the opening in its own separate file, mm-hmm. and then right. I record the show itself in its own separate file, and it makes it easier for me to just plug and play right. the parts in where I need. That's why we do it that way. But we start. We sat here and recorded the opening first, obviously. Well, of course. Uh, we're so not, we we're not, just started timing from that moment. What am I, Jimmy? A farmer? I don't know. What? That makes no sense. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Every time someone asks me something, I feel like it kind of makes sense to an extent. I just do the line from Thirty Rock. It's like, uh, why are you wearing a tux, Jack? He's like, it's after four. What am I, a farmer, Lemon? I don't know why. It cracks me up. No, he's a rural drawer. Oh, that's way, way later. That, or that's, I know. That joke I, is way, way later. Yeah, that's the very first season. I love that joke, though. The rural drawer. The rural drawer. The rural drawer. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Get out of here without cheese! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you showed up, cheapers!
Do have some coffee with cream or something, because I'll tell you something. This is a happy place. <laughs>